Salvestro from the Literacy and Numeracy team for the New South Wales Department of Education and I'm joined today um, with one of our literacy advisors Vanessa Hewitt. Hi Vanessa. Hi Shannon. Um, Now our team is responsible for providing current advice on best practices for teaching literacy and numeracy skills and we are constantly putting together professional learning and assessments and resources for all of our New South Wales um, public schools. And to do that, our advisors in our team um, are constantly engaging in the latest research. Um, Vanessa, what are you working on at the moment? Uh, Well, Shannon, I've been researching and writing a professional learning course on transcription skills, and it made me reflect on my own teaching practice over the years and how I was never fully aware of the evidence underpinning the effect handwriting has on learning to read, learning to spell, learning to write, and actually just learning in general. It's been such an eye-opener, and now I'm really keen to share those messages with teachers so they understand the importance of handwriting instruction right throughout primary school and not just in the early years of school. And also, we're noticing children are starting school very familiar with digital technologies, So they're very familiar with iPhones and iPads and tapping and swiping. And this might just be for fun, but also might be for early learning activities. But I feel that technology in many cases may have replaced drawing, painting, puzzles, Play-Doh, all of that kind of play the young children engage in that helps them develop their gross motor skills. And we know that those gross motor skills lead to fine motor skills and that's what's required for pencil control and handwriting. So this makes explicit handwriting instruction and ongoing intervention even more important in the early Mm. years and right throughout primary school. Yeah, and that's a really um, interesting observation about um, children coming to school, perhaps with some different um, skills that they didn't have, um, you know, even I don't know, 10 years ago. Um, So why is handwriting still very important? So important. Well, I feel there are two main reasons um, why we need to focus very strongly on handwriting. The first one is that writing letters by hand involves complex perceptual motor skills requiring the coordination of visual, tactile, cognitive and perceptual skills, as well as motor planning and coordination. So physically manipulating a pencil to write on paper, it stimulates these neural pathways in the brain which have been linked to letter recognition, reading, writing and spelling performance, as well as compositional quality and overall academic success. And secondly, writing is so complex and proficient writers must integrate multiple skills and strategies and techniques in order to produce a quality piece of writing. So when we look at the evidence base, um, the simple view of writing and the writing rope, they both identify components that contribute to skilled writing. So these components can be grouped into two main parts, transcription and composition. And transcription skills are the ones that include handwriting, spelling and keyboarding, 
while compositional skills are the critical thinking, the syntax, the structure of the texts and the writing craft. And students must be proficient in both transcription and compositional skills in order to write effectively. You can't be strong in one area. It, it doesn't compensate for a weakness in the other area. So transcription skills, they're often referred to as editorial or secretarial skills, considered to be lower order skills. But we know that handwriting in particular involves so many complex processes that students need to master. And once they learn to hold a pencil properly and form letters correctly, the main aim is for them to develop fluency and automaticity in their handwriting skills. So they can then focus their attention on the compositional skills, which are much higher order level skills. So if students don't develop the automaticity and they have to think about how to form each letter as they write, the quality of their writing and the quantity, it's all affected and it puts such a like a constraint on their on their writing development overall. So it's essential that teachers support all students to develop fluent, automatic and legible handwriting as this greatly affects their ability to compose texts as well as their overall writing ability. Mm, that's so interesting. So what are the essential components of handwriting instruction? I feel there's three main areas that really contribute to the to developing fluency and automaticity, and those are posture, pencil grasp, and letter formation. So the first component, posture, is the way students are sitting at their desk. So chairs in, back straight, feet on the floor, and sitting correctly ensures that a child is comfortable in there, they're comfortable in the way that they're sitting. They don't have to consciously think about how they're holding their body in place. They can just concentrate on the writing task. And if they're sitting properly with their spine in alignment, they're not putting any extra stress on their back, on their neck, on their shoulder or arm or wrist. And surprisingly, sitting with correct posture has also been attributed to an increase in concentration and attention. And some flexible seating options that we've seen introduced in recent years um, or students lying or sitting on the floor while riding, it doesn't promote correct posture and it can lead to musculoskeletal issues if that practice is prolonged. So the second component is pencil grasp. So holding the pencil correctly and we we tend to use the tripod pencil grip in order to do that. It promotes correct letter formation and writing fluency and this must be explicitly taught as soon as a child starts kindergarten or is developmentally ready to do that and then reinforced right throughout primary school. Uh, Once a child develops or even an adult has incorrect pencil grasp, it's incredibly hard to change it. So much better to get that real foundational skill and correct pencil grasp as, as early as we can, and then reinforcing it all the way through primary school. And then last of all, um, students need to form letters correctly. So correct letter formation is the most efficient way to write those letters and really promotes fluency in their writing. And as students move through primary school into um, stage two and learn, start learning how to join letters and um, cursive writing is introduced, they're not going to be able to do that effectively if their letters are incorrectly formed while printing. So those three components, posture, pencil grasp and letter formation, 
They should be a focus for all teachers right throughout primary school. And I'm going to add in there in all writing tasks, not just in formal handwriting lessons. Yeah, that's important, isn't it? That this is, you know, it happens, it's embedded throughout any uh, any time when um, a student is, is writing. Um, so from all your reading and research, what is our advice on how do we teach correct letter formation? So correct letter formation and the instruction on it will include aspects such as letter size, the position, directions, and, the, and each letter's starting and finishing point. And this level of detail ensures that students understand the specific features and characteristics of each letter. So the idea of forming a mental image of each letter and using it as a guide for writing is an effective strategy for developing motor memory. So by visualising the letter in their mind, students can translate that mental image into the corresponding movements required to create the letter. And then over time and with practice, uh, these movements become ingrained in their motor memory, enabling them to write the letters more automatically and fluently. And as teachers provide these demonstrations, they should also verbalise, say aloud, how they are forming that letter correctly. And then when students are learning to write, the correct letter formation in terms of direction and shape of the letter is much more important than the size and position of the letter. So initially students should work on blank paper and it doesn't matter how big the letters are, they just need to master um, the letter formation and the direction and shape um, before they then, uh, lined paper is introduced and then they work on the size and position of the letters on the paper. And I know a common practice in primary schools is using the handwriting textbook or handwriting worksheets. But something I found particularly interesting in the research that I've done is that there's no evidence to support that tracing over letters helps students write these letters on their own. So initially students may write over letters, sorry, may write letters using numbered arrows as a guide to show the order and direction that they should write, but gradually that model should be removed so the letter formation is committed to memory. So tracing should be used purposefully and specifically. So tracing may help the student learn the plan for each letter and practice the letter formation in their minds, but teachers should watch the students carefully if they are tracing or copying the letters to ensure that ensure that the letters are formed correctly and don't just look correct, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does, and that's a that's a really um, that's a really interesting point about tracing because I I do know that that's a, that's a strategy that you will you will see in a in a lot of classrooms for for um, learning the handwriting. But uh, something that sort of I guess stuck out the most in what you said there is that. Um, really the the learning will come from the explicit teaching that in, in explicit instruction on handwriting um, is is first and foremost and what I'm I, I took from that is that if we do use tracing that's just purposely and and, and specifically in order to, to to practice the skills that have been explicitly taught is that sort of a fair summary of yeah. Yeah, that's correct. It's one yeah. it can be used as one part of the process, yeah. but ideally we mm-hmm. want students to commit that 
um, what the letter looks like and how to produce it to memory and to be able to produce that independently. Yeah, yeah. So then I guess leading on from in, in talking about me and how do we teach that just specifically letter formation, How? what's our advice then in, you know, how handwriting should be taught? So in kindergarten and in the early years, explicit handwriting instruction should be included with a systematic teaching of phonics. So when this occurs, it's children develop a strong connection between graphemes and phonemes using visual, auditory and motor skills um, at the same time as learning correct pronunciation and letter formation. So it's all combined, all mixed in together. So daily revision of phonemes and graphemes should include instruction and practice of correct letter formation as well. And once all the single letter sounds have been introduced, then teachers need to systematically revise letter formation while at the same time reinforcing the pencil grasp and correct posture. And there's lots of different ways or suggested ways that teachers could do this. And I think people have different ideas on how to do it. So some suggested groupings might be that you teach all anti-clockwise letters or diagonal letters or straight line letters and you teach all of those together. But what's important to remember here is that the order that they're taught is not as important as the regular and explicit instruction to support the development of fluency and automaticity. So once all the single letter sounds are introduced through phonics instruction, it's just important that they are continually revised and that's the message. So handwriting is also best taught in short focused lessons. So these should occur daily in the early years of school and then three or more times a week from years three to six. And then in the later years, so in primary years, small group instruction is more effective than whole class lessons um, just because it gives the teachers a chance to focus on students' specific areas of need rather than that blanket lesson to the whole class. Mm-hmm. What about um, upper and lowercase letters? Should they be um, introduced together? There's so many different schools of thought when you um, when you read all of the research. Some people say definitely uppercase letters because students have become more exposed to that in their in environmental print. They see stop signs and brand names that all have capital letters in it. Whereas other schools of thought think that lowercase letters should be introduced first because that's what students most experience in their early reading, in their early reading experiences and exposure to print. And our syllabus doesn't really, it says that students need to become familiar with both uppercase and lowercase letters. So I think I think the answer and, and, and kind of combining both schools of thought is that, yes, upper and lowercase letters should be introduced together. Um, they're both essential for literacy development and they serve different purposes in reading and writing. So lowercase letters provide a strong foundation for understanding the basic letter sound relationships and letter formation, as we've already discussed. But then uppercase letters are really important as they indicate the start of a sentence and proper nouns and attention should be drawn to uppercase letters at the beginning of sentences as soon as as students are exposed to print and then also considering that a student's name is often the first word that they learn to write and so teaching uppercase letters and when to use them is really essential as well. Mm, Absolutely. 
so what about so thinking about the teaching and learning cycle we've 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 talked a lot about instruction and and um you know best effective uh, approaches for for teaching what about assessment how should handwriting be assessed well a very simple answer is through observation and that being the observation of students as they write as well as samples of the work that they produce and observations as they write give us information about their posture how they're holding their pencil about how they're forming letters as well as the size, position, spacing of their letters and the fluency and speed at which they're writing. Whereas work samples more demonstrate how students plan, organise and present their writing so it's legible and able to be read by others. I think also teachers really need to provide very specific feedback to students about their handwriting, which then gives them specific goals and areas to work on in order to improve. Mm, yeah, so feedback's really important for that, you know, explicit in, in instruction as part of that. And I really um, I really like that you said that observations um, are so important because those observations of students as they're writing could really point out some, um, some specific things that a, that a student might need to work on Let's move on. Um, Vanessa, how can teachers cater for students who have difficulty handwriting? I think it's really important to look at different interventions because handwriting difficulties can really impact how students write and and the work that they produce to, to demonstrate their learning. Some students struggle with motor planning, with speed. Um, their fine motor skills might not have developed to the point where they can control the pencil appropriately. Uh, might be about letter formation, organisation, even hand fatigue can impact um, handwriting. And then those other underlying conditions such as dyslexia or attention and coordination disorders or working memory issues can all lead to handwriting difficulties. So in the classroom, um, interventions and targeted strategic programs um, might help those students improve their skills and then develop strategies to overcome the challenges that they face. So things like in the classrooms, um, specially lined paper called dotted thirds, um, pencil grips that you put on your pencil to help you hold the pencil correctly and reduce hand fatigue, Um, the numbered arrows that I spoke about before to indicate the direction of the um, letter formation, and even a focus on developing hand strength and control may assist students. But for some students, alternative methods to record their writing may be necessary for them to move past um, the handwriting difficulties they have in order to develop their compositional skills. And it reduces the attention that they require um, for the mechanical aspects of writing to be able to focus on the higher order skills of writing. And I guess we just have to ensure that all students are given the appropriate tools to communicate if handwriting difficulties are impeding their creation of written texts. Okay, so um, in in summary, Vanessa, what do you think are the key takeaways from this discussion? What are the the key points that you would uh, like people to, to know and remember? Well, I think the aim of handwriting instruction is for students to be able to write fluently and legibly with automaticity so they can focus on the higher order compositional skills 
needed for writing. And if students don't develop that automaticity and fluency, it puts a constraint on their writing development as they move through the later grades of schooling. The next point, one that I'm going to harp on forever, is that posture, pencil grasp and letter formation are essential because they really contribute to that handwriting fluency and automaticity. Um, Something I didn't mention before is how important practice is. So we can explicitly teach the skills to the students, but they need time and regular planned practice for them to be able to commit those letter formations to memory in order to develop that fluency and automaticity. And I, I guess the last point, so students with handwriting difficulties require interventions and targeted programs all those alternate tools and resources in order to support their writing development and text production. Oh, well, fabulous. That's some really strong messages, Vanessa, to really explain, I guess, why handwriting is just so important and, and a skill that, um, that really needs to be explicitly taught. Now, we have got um, things from the Literacy and Numeracy um, team. You can have a look at our effective writing professional learning which you can find on the literacy and numeracy website and the um, handwriting lesson advice guide also has some great tips in alignment with our um, discussion today now of course as usual all of our um, professional learning and resources that we point you to are really um, for the New South Wales Department of Education um, staff and teachers and um, if you have a look at the podcast notes you will find um, some links on on where to go so thank you Vanessa for that discussion today my pleasure that was so much fun fantastic and I'm sure uh, we'll all be looking at handwriting and, and, and thinking about it in a, through another lens after that discussion. Thank you so much. Okay, everyone, that's all from us. Bye for now. Bye.